0: Well, good day. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host for this 805 Conversation, where we talk to fascinating people you'll want to know better. If this is your first time listening, hey, thanks for coming. The 805 Conversations podcast is produced every other week. Please subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming shows. Our show is sponsored by California Lutheran University School of Management and Tolman and & Weicker Insurance Services. Thanks to them both for their support and continued encouragement thanks to my podcasting partner and co-host Patrick from Polestring Press for this great studio. Hey, Patrick. Hey, good morning, Mark. Patrick, I, I, you know, it's raining for those of you not in the, Cali- the Santa Barbara area. We, we get excited about rain. We've had a five-year drought. And I was. In, and we have the storm of the century now, what, 12, 12 years ago was the worst storm. Mm-hmm yet our reservoir is still only at 17% 17
1: percent yesterday we're hoping that uh, that the seven inches that are supposed to come down today right will uh, we'll take that number up
0: yeah they said the if that ought to raise it 10 feet but still we're way below well
1: so. I, I think that's a reflection of what a quality reservoir we have uh, it won't be I love that it won't be impressed by yeah. one day of
0: rain. <laughs> I love that. I want to, you know, I'm going to start doing some shout outs. Okay. Uh, I like it. I like it. So I noticed that we have a new listener, Tim. Tim from Colorado. And uh, Tim has listened to 35 shows in a row.
1: Oh, it sounds like Tim's putting out there some kind of challenge. <laughs> how many how many that's thirty five, what is it? That? That's about Well, he hasn't slept in a week, so oh, maybe that's, that's what a, it is. That's about twenty nine, thirty hours worth of yeah. of, of solid listening. Yeah. yeah. So he's
0: not working, he's binge listening. Well, you can
1: work and listen to this show. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. That's the whole idea. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right? I love it. Thanks,
1: Tim. Thanks for listening.
0: Uh, I love it. And I would like you to meet our guest Ray Estrada. Ray, how are you? Welcome to the show.
2: I'm damp. You're damp. <laughs> <too. laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, that's true. And and you just live a couple blocks from here. Yes, I do. Yeah, and you walked in the rain and and you had to jump over the Chapala River. Oh my gosh. Uh, to get here.
2: Yeah, the drainage of this town is just amazingly bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't it doesn't I'm rain here. enough for it us. That's so right. That. I want rain. I want more rain and more rain.
1: Right? Don't you feel like like a little guilty when you complain about it? Cuz like, no, no, you oh, can't. No, no. No, we're not allowed to talk about rain.
0: It's like I'm not allowed to talk about weather with any of my clients that aren't in the area. Oh, well, that's yeah. That's just great way to break
1: rapport how's it there oh it's 15
0: below and oh yeah well it's 72 and i'm looking at the butterflies yeah. we're just we're <laughs> yeah. just
1: coming out of that thing where i wake up every morning with a text from somebody who's Uh-oh. in much colder weather than uh, <laughs> or, yeah oh, no.
0: so so ray how do you spend your
2: day well i work at impact hub okay i i work i work there and i sort of work for them because uh, they put on a lot of great events. And well, I
0: see you there all the time. Yeah. I didn't know you actually worked for them.
2: I, I work with their events. Robin yes. Elander, who is also the uh, um, uh, yep. executive director of uh, Summer Solstice yep. and Open Streets, yep. she's great great at putting on events. And I, I, I really like working with people who do things that engage the community, especially the business community. And that's what Impact Hub does. We have had so many good events, probably more than we should, but but I, I have a wonderful time uh, being there with this, this community of, of entrepreneurs and business people that, um, that like me, <laughs> and I like them, and I, I get my work done. You know, I'm a business writer by trade for the last 30 years. I came to Santa Barbara in 1988, uh, and I worked at the news press. As Where'd a, you come from? Orange County, I I was working actually in Watts. No (laughs) Um,
0: kidding. What was that
2: like? uh, Scary. (laughs) Every day you walk to work, and some gang member said, "Hey, what kind of clothes are you wearing there?" They blew. You had to watch what color. Yes, you did. But um, uh, David McCumber from the News Press called me up. Time the News Press was owned by the the New York Times, right? Uh, And he said, "You want to work in Santa Barbara?" I said, "Are you kidding? Who is this? This is not. This is a joke." And he said, "No, no, no. I'm serious. I want you to be assistant city editor."
0: Who was the uh, publisher at the time?
2: Um, a guy named um, Terrer I forgot his first name, okay. but anyway, it, it was it, it was owned by the New York Times. So I didn't care who the publisher was. I just wanted to work here in Santa Barbara, right. where I should have gone to school,
1: right? At UCSB,
2: <laughs> but I couldn't afford it. Okay, right. So I went to Cal State Fullerton, and I got a degree in journalism. And uh, you know, the rest is history. I've been in journalism all my life. What do
0: you love about being a journalist?
2: Uh, Talking to people, <laughs> interviewing people, writing about people, writing. You, is, you
0: said just before you got on the show, you sh- you should be on this side of the microphone instead of that side.
2: Yeah. Well, I work for the BBC in Central America, and I work. Whoa! For, uh, whoa,
0: whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Worked for the BBC in Central. In
2: America? In Central America, Honduras, Belize. No kidding. Uh, El Salvador. Uh, Nicaragua, uh, a little bit of Guatemala, a little bit of Costa y-
1: Rica. And you were afraid of Watts? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, it, it kind of evened out. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say Sandinista? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, that was the least of my worries. Uh, uh, really? El Salvador was a very dicey place, yeah. Yeah. And Honduras wasn't much better. But, um, no, I, I, I love radio. I mean, radio, you know, it's so immediate. And, and I was doing the news, and... I would have continued to work there, except that I got an amoeba or something, hmm. and I lost my voice, and you can't work in radio when you lose your voice. Yeah, it's a deal killer. So I lost about 30 pounds in two weeks and went wow. home. <laughs> but um, I got back into, uh, that's when I went to Watts. <laughs> so I got back into journalism, uh, print journalism, and um, you know it, 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 it uh, evened out. And then I got the call to come to Santa Barbara. So um, it took a while, but my first job was a business writer in Santa Barbara. Um, and I, I'd never done that before, really. I mean, I'd written about business, but never full-time. Actually, I was writing about automotive things. Were
0: cars. you working with when Sissy Ross was business? Yes,
2: yes, yes. Sissy right. and I, uh, she, I, last I heard she was at the UCSB, but I really just enjoyed being in Santa Barbara. I didn't care what I was writing about. I was driving a lot of cars, and I had plenty of um, plenty of time to, uh, you know, look at the, the whole business situation here. And I I felt then and I feel now that the main thing about Santa Barbara is the tourism, the technology, commercial real estate, and the retail parts of Santa Barbara business are what really drives it. Uh, I mean, UCSB is the biggest employer and, you know, there's a lot of other things that um, contribute to that, but I think that those things are why I put together my new website well, new, I, <laughs> I started a couple of years ago, but uh, my, my website, santabarbarabusinessnews.com, is what I, is my real passion, is what I really want to do, and that is create a local source of daily business and economic information about the south coast of Santa Barbara. Uh, it's, um, it's a chore, because I, 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 I was going to start it last year, right about this time, but I had to have open heart surgery. I had a... a oh, jeez. That's called burying the lead. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to bury the lead because I do not want to have to deal with that anymore. I guess I'm okay. But I had a, a constricted valve mm. and uh, calcified. And uh, they said, you're going in for heart surgery. And I said, wait a minute. Is, is this elective? Is there something else I could do here? And they said, no.
1: Can I just change my diet? Can I just,
2: That's what I said. Yeah, exactly I just, what I said. I
1: won't eat ice cream anymore. I, I promise, won't eat right.
2: any, any calcium. you know. And yeah. they said, no, no, you, you have to have... This surgery, and uh, you mm-hmm. know, so you're fine. You're good now. They're they're telling me that I'm going in again uh, to have a checkup next month. Okay. Oh, I, I, I the last when I went in, they said everything looks good. Uh, good. I'm okay. Radical
0: lifestyle changes, though. I'm gonna guess. Yes.
2: A big diet, diet, and exercise, and I'm I'm I'm. Yeah, I don't have the stamina I used to. Of course, I'm, I'm probably 65 this year. Oh,
0: so. don't give me that. I'm 63. So you oh, can't be God. an you I'm can't be I'm yeah. 41. Stay that way. Yeah. Say, I, you know, it's funny, though. It doesn't matter
1: It doesn't matter what age group you're in. You will turn to whatever age group is younger than you. That's, that's right. I'm going backwards. I'm 39 next year. Yeah, when you say this, I, mean, I, I remember being 33.
0: I remember when 30 was... Oh my God! Full-grown uh, adult, you know, totally. Yeah. mean well, well, I look at thirty and go, mm, "Okay, kid." <laughs> well, maybe
1: that's because, as the New York Times reported, over half of those people are receiving rent compensation from their parents. Oh yes. There you go. Yeah, we, which we talk about a bit on the show, Jeez, and exactly. and
0: I want to bring that back to that age group, mm-hmm. which is um, we're not allowed to call them millennials, but um, <laughs> not?
1: Well, that's been my it's, uh, it's my my enforced ban because oh. they they. What is it? A pejorative? Is that the correct? Sure, word? Sure. Yeah, it could be. It's a term that, that that is has been handed to them, and they do not embody it, and they which is is on brand for them. Right. Right. Is to say, like, we're not going to.
0: No, we're, we're not, gonna not gonna that.
2: Under that you know, yeah. Balance. My son's twenty six. He doesn't like to be called that either. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right.
0: But you're at the Impact Hub, surrounded with that age group. Oh, I know.
2: One of the my H- clients. How is that? One of my clients. You know, I do uh, public relations and marketing, and one of my clients is twenty two years old. Yep. And I said. Nick, <laughs> how can you be that young? He goes, well, I just am. I've had a business license for seven years, and I, I, I work, and I, I do my thing. He's a videographer, and he's a great guy, and I, I, I really like working with him. He does um, uh, videos. They call them blogs, not blogs, vlogs right. yep. blogs yep. about businesses. Yep. What a great idea because, sure. you know, now videos are what drives the SEO on websites. Yep. And I've known that for a couple of years, and this guy drives it home. So... Um, yeah, there's a a, a real d- diverse group of people at Impact Hub. I'm not just giving a plug for them. I'm I'm saying that this is just a community. I, I worked at other business incubators. I worked at Synergy when it opened five years ago, and I did their marketing, and I met these guys um, uh, from Fuelbox right. who are are 22 they're, years they're old. They're killing it right now. Well, they're 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 really getting going. Yeah, you know? um, in fact. Uh, well, I, I we'll have we'll have them on
0: the show Good. here in about four in, months.
1: Wait, can I ask in in two thousand? I, I don't want to go all the way back to the eighties, though. Though that would be the easiest Please comparison don't. for me. But no, um, the impact Hub for me, my my outsider's perspective of it is it's it's this, um, and it's not totally analogous, but. Uh, the Lions Club or the Rotary or the the Moose Lodge or the the place where social you... social clubs. Well, yeah, social clubs where you would where you would interact with other people uh, to 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 kind of like you know bounce around. Uh, in, and of course, this is more of like an everyday thing the, in the Impact right. Hub. But I just I wonder if that has stepped in. Like, has the Impact Hub stepped in to accommodate uh, that kind of huh. that um, socializing, that community base?
2: No, I, I think the Impact Hub is a it, you know it's a membership-driven organization. You have to pay to go in there. You can't just show up, and um, it's different levels of membership. But people go there to work every day. They're there and they're doing their thing. But that social, they go to the kitchen. They get a cup of coffee, an espresso, a kombucha, whatever, and they're sitting there going, Hey, how you doing? Oh, okay, you know, and and kind of had this interchange. And then, like there's one guy, Jack Voorhees, who does um, uh, cybersecurity. He makes sure your website doesn't get hacked. You talk to him, and you go, like, "Wow, I would have never met you had I not been here." Or you, you talk to, as you had on your show here, uh, um, Roddy Lore uh, about aqua viable. You make water out of thin air. Wow, what a deal! So you know, you come come across people like that. Uh, and you see Paul Orfalo. And he has a mentorship thing every two weeks. We sit down and eight people go around the table and talk about what they're doing. And he says, you know, you should do this or you should do that. Uh, Where do you get that? Uh, This never happened. Well,
0: there's a a absolute resurgence in that because how – I mean Mm -hmm. since 2008 – when everything blew up financially yeah, we sure. started to see you know lots of i don't know how many people lost their jobs i did someone <laughs> someone is probably yelling at the at the phone right now saying mm-hmm. they know exactly what yeah. that statistic is but um we had to go out and be resourceful right mm-hmm. and so people went out and invented new jobs and we we now have we have things like the impact hub we have hub 101 we have nine incubator yes. co-working spaces exactly. you know within you know an hour's drive and Please. and that's all over the world and i think to your point of that being we're social creatures right mm-hmm. so we want to be around people who are doing the things that we're doing yes. but we also have to work and i remember when we did wayfront when we did the architecture for it The architect, who I'd never worked with an architect before, but he talked about creating the negative spaces. Do you mean like a a
1: business architect? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Um, Talked about uh, creating the negative spaces where all those conversations would happen. Like, he wanted lots of mm-hmm. big open areas where you could just bump into people.
1: Oh, you are talking about an architect Yeah, who built a building. Yeah. I, yes. I thought you were talking about somebody who was, who was building out your business plan.
0: No, 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 no. Okay. real. This was when, uh, when Wayfront was purchased by Silicon okay. Graphics. We went and bought the building that Sonos is in now. Mm-hmm. And from there... I had all the resources of Silicon Graphics to build this thing up, because now mm-hmm. that's their outpost in Santa Barbara. They, I got the corporate architect, I got the corp- I mean, all, everybody down. Mm-hmm. And I learned so much, but it is truly about creating those places where you can have that happenstance, yeah. Yeah, where you and, meet the people.
2: And and, and uh, Impact Hub is opening another space in the, the Funk Zone on Yon Street, uh, probably later this year. And there's talk about a third space here in Santa Barbara area, maybe Goleta but it's hard to find those spaces so right i are very lucky to f- have found the place on Yananali street but where it is now i mean it, it's just open and and people just gravitate there and it's getting fuller and fuller and i i just feel like wow what a, what an energy because you know after i had my open heart surgery in uh april I didn't know where I was going to go. I was at Coffee Cat, and Coffee Cat's now closed, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I was working out of, you know, trying to work out of my house, but it wasn't working very well. And I was trying to just, you know, get my, my life back online with public relations and marketing and my website. But uh, Eric Sanchez um, at Impact Hub said, come in come in here, you know. He, I'd met him a year before, and he said, come in here and just try it for a month. And I said, well, okay, I, I guess, you know? And I just, the energy was incredible, because as more people came in, the more it evolved, there are just things there that you're not going to find anywhere else, and I just said, okay, this is this is my home, and I want to work here. Somehow, what can I do? And then Robin Elander said, can you help me with events? Because we put on a lot of events there. I mean, you see almost every night. <laughs> it seems like it. We had six events in four days, and i I went to all of them. But it's just like you know, it feels good. It, it's it's like you're in a community, a business community that does not reject you. They don't say oh, they don't judge you. They said what do you do? Well, I do this and I do that. And oh, okay, well, let's talk. Let's have some kombucha. <laughs> I don't like kombucha, but anyway, I had it just because everyone else was having it. <laughs> so we we have this understanding that, you know, we're in the same space and we all get along. I've never seen one fight, <laughs> one argument, one upset person in in Impact. Up. We always have some kind of rapport. And I, I, I really enjoy that. So, um, I mean, talk,
1: talk to me about being a, a regional um, writer who yeah. supports business. Uh, through that, because I always I feel like 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 journalism. One of the struggles that we have in in, in contemporary society is this idea that well, we don't need movie critics because we've got <laughs> we've got this Rotten Tomatoes with all of the like right. like the crowdsourced information where it's like oh I don't need a somebody who specializes in writing uh, information about business because we just w- don't we just get that information somewhere else right
2: through a stream. Yeah. Well, there is not one single business writer full time in the Santa Barbara area, not one. what about
0: pacific coast business times
2: oh don't go there don't go there (laughs) no 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 they they cover three counties okay but no one specializes on covering the south coast of santa barbara county got it Mm -hmm. okay Okay. now which is
0: let me just paint a picture for we've got 40 listeners in 42 countries so to try to visualize this if you look at now i'm speaking to my listener who's not around here In your mind, you can imagine California has an elbow in it. It's like your arm with an elbow. Yeah. And that elbow is Point Conception. And south mm-hmm. of that is, and so that's Santa Barbara County. That's the north part yeah. of the county. And south of that is southern Santa Barbara County, where we are surrounded on three sides by mountains and the fourth side by the ocean. And our county is very, very large, but this area is, is so Specific. unique... It and is, there's been a North County, South County yes. split, um, you know, t- f- 15 years ago, I built a, a website for the county to try to connect North and South County businesses. And just it politically, it's different. Uh, uh, economically, it's different. Uh, it just, it, it might as well be two different places. So yes. what you're saying is you focus, where Where Patrick's question was about regional, you're saying, well, no, there's someone really needs to focus on this. 20-mile stretch.
2: I don't know if you remember, but this, the northern part of Santa Barbara County, Santa Maria and Lompoc, they wanted to secede. Oh, yeah. The no, they wanted to go to San Luis Obispo that's County. That's been on the table for years. Yeah, well, you know, it's not going to happen, but, but you know, they are a different. Santa Maria is the biggest city in Santa Barbara County, okay? Santa Maria is, is really huge, but... We down here in, in the south coast of Santa Barbara County, we have a different uh, economy. We have a different uh, real estate situation. We we have a different, um, you know, we have technology here. We have uh, much more tourism, uh, a bigger retail market, and and uh, most importantly, I think uh, the commercial real estate is different here. Um, the the rest of the country doesn't have an, a, an economy like Santa Barbara, south South Santa Barbara County. It's it's. Um, it's insulated in a lot of ways. Now, I'm not saying things can go bad here. We, we, we will have our problems. But like I, a lot of people I know are saying there's going to be a, a downturn because we've been up the last eight years, you know, or so. And everything that goes to the top has to come down at some point. So I hate to be the harbinger of bad news, but yeah, we're, we're due for a downturn at some point, maybe in a year or two. Um, but my indicators tell me that as far as South Coast of Santa Barbara County, we're doing well. We're doing very well.
0: Well, if if in fact let's let's look at one of the, the harbor. One of the indicators, I would say, is if the impact hub... Harbinger
1: is a scary word,
0: I know. I know, I I didn't (laughs) want to go there. Uh, uh, I see wings and (laughs) and, uh, blackness. What's a harbinger? It's something on Game of Thrones. Somebody with a sword. He's the harbinger. Oh, God. Uh, That if uh, the impact hub is already looking at a third location suggesting that their second location, which is not open yet, it just north of 10,000 square feet, is already looking at another one, and then we've got the sandbox opening up, and the hub is doing well there in, downs in the southern part of the 805, and the hothouse is killing it in the northern part of the 805. Um, that would suggest, and most of those are going to be in that tech sector, right? Most. Well, we're going to say most of the lion's share. That That's a good news for us. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I was just—I, Portland, uh, Oregon, a place I've I've had a lot of time in. Uh, one of the great benefits of the food cart revolution that's been happening there yeah. is that it's it's a it's a low barrier to entry for somebody who wants to try out a, a new right. style of food, and so when you look at places like the Impact Hub and other incubator, you know other or well, not incubators, but other places like the Impact Hub, it's you can not go broke on the on the real estate. Of of a business, you know, you know what I mean? Like, like, it's, it's, it's a fertile ground to, to try something out. Right. And, and, and the, you know, you're not, you're not betting the farm on, on a brick and mortar. Right. And then, you know, you fold because the rent was too high, not because your idea wasn't good enough. And there's also this, the other, another phenomenon that's
0: contributing to that is the startup weekend phenomenon. Yes. So Mm -hmm. if you look at uh, startupweekend.com, there there are entrepreneurs everywhere who are actually getting on and being uh, event producers and producing those. So, I mean, there was just one, or there's one coming up at the... Of all places, at Camarillo Library.
1: Ray, are you looking for stories there? Are you going to look at at those at those new business people looking? Yeah, at, yeah.
2: I've been to the sandbox. I know Kyle Ashby very well. I was at his first startup weekend at Synergy five years ago. Right. And but they're and everywhere. It was, it was a beehive of activity. I was. Right. It, it was like seventy businesses there, yep. and they were all contributing to thinking. Well, what can we start up? And I, I was I was amazed. That's where I met Fuelbox. That's where I I met a lot of people. How do you filter that?
1: How do you, how do you, how do you, yeah, do you, yeah what are, what's yeah. your criteria for going through and figuring out, like, which one of these is, is going to be worthy of kind of your attention?
2: The, the ones that have the most, uh, um, uh, develop business plan uh, mm. and the and, uh, and startup weekends they develop it in 72 hours so yeah they don't come in with one no
1: that's kind of the oh, point oh so anybody can do it cool oh yeah well, that's the point yeah I can just I can just click on it and you get one you go you totally <laughs> and that it does happen Stop that set. way you, because, know what, you know what you guys yeah. are talking like though is like 49ers mentality just go to a creek <laughs> throw <laughs> your foot in it and your boot will come out with gold in it uh, well and it's more at the, part the it, <laughs> fifty part
0: <laughs> it's 56 hours yeah and on Sunday Night, someone gets a check of anywhere from twenty five hundred to ten thousand dollars, depending on you know how well the event producers. So when I when I funds. put the
1: snake oil on, that <laughs> will turn me into. Uh, uh, no, I no, I appreciate that, the, that these kind of amazing stories come out of these situations, but but I also I also always the skeptic in me is always saying like, oh, well, if everybody's totally, yeah.
0: but, but the idea that you could have an idea, but you you don't have any of the infrastructure, either a management experience, entrepreneurial experience, financial experience, engineering sure. experience, marketing experience, all you have is, I think it would be cool if, insert your idea here. You don't it, even know if it's a good idea. And we've mm-hmm. had those kinds of entrepreneurs on this show right. where we don't know uh, and they don't know and they win a competition and then mm-hmm. what? where it goes from there, who knows. But you walk into that and they, there's a, pitch at the beginning, mm-hmm. and people are pitching, and then what happens of all those 70 people that are want to mentor, they kind of cluster out and go, oh, I, I'm going to go help that kid. And then you, they have teams, and now you're a dozen people, and you've got all the expertise you need. Now, the time constraint helps, right, and, and kind of vets that. And Deadline. If, if you find out, you know, you know, at the end of Sunday night, hold it.
1: I might be onto something. Here's a question. Uh, Ray, yeah. do you do you think that that's a safe environment for a new idea? Oh, oh.
2: Yeah. it's it's. Huh. Well, wait, wait, wait. Oh, no. Here, wait. Here's the back
1: half of that question. I'm coming with something that's that's valuable, and now I've got 15 sharks swimming around me who all want to take a little. T- they want to invest. They all want to invest, but they also want to own me.
2: They they have a dimension that you need. There are designers. There are engineers. There are marketing people, and so all those elements when you put them together, they come up with an idea. One idea I really like, but that hold it. I'm going to not, like to get off because yeah. this is this yeah. is
1: important. Is it a safe environment for a young idea? What about the IP? The IP, the intellectual property. Yeah.
2: Well, it's it's there's, there's not many lawyers there. Okay, so that saves it. All right, we're talking ideas here. So like
0: Investors are there. To invest- make, sharks. To, 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 to make your money. point, sharks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: but no, nobody takes advantage of that. I've never seen that happen. Really? That, yeah, no. I, what I've seen is people come together. Like this one uh, group came up with an idea of how to have a, 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 a an app, an a application for, uh, on, a, on a smartphone that would identify what kind of bird is flying by by its song. Okay. And another one came up I with an application. That. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Chirp. Yeah. Chirp. Okay, write that down. <laughs> another one came up with an app that, that, that you look at a painting, you take a picture of it with your smartphone, and the app, will tell you who painted it when and what the history is behind it. Sure. Stuff like that. I mean, who, who does that? Yeah, and, but, and, and but is and, it
1: a safe place to, to present something like that? I
2: think so. I think so. And I, I went to one at Citrix one time and, uh, boy, there, there were a lot of great ideas. I can't even remember how many, how many great ideas. But not all of them go to the top. Right. Uh, uh, some of them, you know, they sink to the bottom. But uh, there's another one called Phone Halo. Now it's called something else. Uh, and it, it will tell you where you... Where, where you lost your phone? <laughs> that's
0: tracker.
2: <laughs> uh, tracker. okay. Trackers yeah.
0: raised twenty million bucks. Sometimes someone will fact check me here on that, but <laughs> yeah, well. they've raised a lot of money and have done very. Well. It's a couple couple guy, young people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Fuelbox. I mean, you know? That came out of a start- startup. That's, weekend. That's a startup weekend. Yeah.
2: So you know, I don't think that the, the IP issue is is really there. I think people will collaborate and they'll decide. Okay, who's going to do what? And someone's got to. You know, carry the ball so I am I'm totally behind startup uh, and uh, and business incubators in Santa Barbara I am told though by economists that that's not the big driver of our economy here in Santa Barbara Hmm. but I I feel that it, it at least provides the energy for things to keep going, you
0: know. Well, I think the big, one of the, I mean, you've, you identified him early in the show. He said tourism, tech, real estate, and retail. That's it. That's it. I met with Visit Santa Barbara yesterday mm-hmm. uh, to um, talk to them about TEDx Santa Barbara mm-hmm. and how we can, because as we grow that brand, how yeah, we can very work together. Important. What they told me was that they're, the visitor spending in Santa Barbara is $1.3 billion.
1: Sure. But but I think I think to Ray's point is is saying that there has to be a an authenticity and legitimacy and energy to that that comes from. You can't just have one thing, right? Like no. you can't just be like, right. we, "Well, no, we no, come no, no, and no, look no. at the mission." And that's the whole thing. Right. No. Yeah. No, 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 it has no, no. to be that there has to be this energy, even if it's not generating a ton of revenue. I mean, this is what I always talk about on State Street, where it's like, I can't believe they're letting <laughs> letting the record store close. Like, just right. well, that's right, too valuable right. of a right. of a cultural thing.
2: I blog about State Street almost every three months. If yeah, I heard, what's your take? You know, it's an ebb and flow sure. and and it's never the same. And the restaurants come and they go and the retails come and they go. But I'm telling you, State Street is is uh, <laughs> 30 years of looking at State Street is to me, to my eyes, the, the, the biggest, you know, metamorphosis every every nine months, every, you know, it, it just never, never stops to amaze me. But you, what do you do? I mean, the, the triple net leases. You know what a triple net leases is? It's, mm-hmm. it's like what you pay for rent, services like like you know uh, garbage disposal or whatever, and utilities. The triple net leases here are at least five dollars a square foot. And in some cases, much, much more than that. So how many how
1: compared many, to Santa Maria where it's probably 25. a dollar twenty five. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I
2: don't I don't compare to Santa Maria. I mean in Burbank it's it's a lot more, but I will tell you, here in Santa Barbara on State Street, it's just incredible. How many pizzas do you do you have to sell to make that triple net lease yeah, yeah, every month? Yeah. What what do you gotta do? It's a lot of pizzas. Of course, there are 25 pizza places <laughs> up and down State Street. Don't ask me why, but they there—that's what people do. That's what people buy.
1: But what? But what about the fact that I mean, the, like the national brands are the only ones that seem that they can afford it. But then we're just we're just emulating the well, Ventura Mall. Uh, well, th- we had
0: we had someone on the show. We talked about eat this, shoot that. She yeah. does food tours, mm-hmm, totally. and she gets off of State Street as quick as she can. She's on State Street for a minute at the Enterprise, and then boom, they're into the Funk Zone. So because State Street, they're going to go discover on their own. And, then, mm-hmm. and she's. it was interesting. She said, there's nothing that they can't find at their own hometown mall, that's right? right? All of that uniqueness that we had. So mm-hmm. what, so what,
1: well, how State does State
2: Street this? is a beautiful place to sure. walk up and down. Yeah, Every sure. day, I, even in the rain, I walk up and down State Street and I look and see, oh my gosh, there's something else that's changed. You know? Do you remember before
1: there was planter boxes on either side? Yeah. When it was just parking spots? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. God, I was
2: well, here for that. you know, we, we, we have problems on state street it's not it's very hard to keep up you know they, they steam clean it yeah a block each, each block every other day you know mm-hmm. but um it is not is not an easy place to keep up mm-hmm. so the businesses that are there uh, i don't want to put down the the homeless or the transients but you know that they, they cause a problem and, and business people are worried about that they say it drives away business well maybe it does i don't know but the point is is that they're trying to sell something there okay and if they don't sell it at the brick-and-mortar spot, they want to sell it online. You know, like some of the retail clothing places, people walk in, it's like a showroom, you know. Oh right, right. I like that shirt. I'll buy it online for 10% cheaper.
1: Like the, well, like the old car dealerships. Where yeah, you would come, right, you sure. come and drive the Mercury, oh, oh, and then you would order it. On,
2: on Chapala, you know, there used to be a lot of car dealerships. Now, yeah. now the the um, Volkswagen place is closing down. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, well, you know, I mean, things come and go, but something uh, else
1: will be there. It's not going to be. Yeah, a
2: Yeah, uh, you know, it won't be. And there's a lot of development too on Chapala, mm-hmm. uh, one street over. Uh, it, things things change. You know, the only constant is change, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not I'm not one to say, oh, it should be this way, it should be that. We should be mom and pop stores. It should be this and that. There's only like two or three mom-and-pop type stores on state street anymore and oh, it used yeah. to be dozens yeah so uh you know but those days go i mean things change the economy has changed and um i mean look look at sonos i mean they they have a huge building on state street you know and and what are they doing there and they have like Four or five seven. other offices. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So let me let me let me vector mm. this off because i okay. I feel like I'm losing my international listeners. <laughs> who, <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, we're talking who, very local they, here. Yeah, that's that's what I do. <laughs> they have state
1: streets too. They're they just have called, their own state streets. They have street. their own state mm-hmm. it's Called Main Street mm-hmm. or or,
0: or right. whatever in in Finland. Yeah. I'm right. not Business sure Business Street.
1: Whatever yeah. wherever the street where you go to shop. That's so they can they can identify. Well,
0: so your expertise is in two questions. And I'll start with with PR. So PR is um, I like the public relations. It's having it's really I go to you because you have a relationship with the the media that I want to get in front of. I want to get my business in front of. I mean that's the role of a PR person, Mm -hmm. right? Yes, is to is to do that. So I don't I could go buy ads. But um, the, the more uh, impactful way to get my story out is in an actual story that mm-hmm. someone publishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a press release, right? That's PR. Right? Right. So the person who's listening right now, who because we talk about marketing and strategy and all of that a lot on the show, mm-hmm. how, how, how do they work with a PR person? Uh, personally, I've tried it four different times mm-hmm. at Intro Networks. and. I, I feel like I could do that on my own. I just either haven't found the right one, or what? I did or how how does someone work with a guy like you?
2: Okay, well look, <laughs> as as an editor, I'm sorry that did that come out wrong. <laughs> try, try that try that a last like try me. the last no, question no, no, no. a little bit more. Okay, so how how
0: does someone engage and have an efficient and effective relationship? With a PR person or a PR firm, is that better? That's much better. Okay, thank you. Yeah.
1: We're, okay. We're, and we're, don't edit that out because no, I, I want him to hear <laughs> how I recovered. That will pa- That'll. That was a nice uh, a hero's journey in itself. I get it.
2: I get it. Okay, look, I was a, a newspaper or uh, wire service or radio news editor for many years. Okay, and I was on the receiving end of public relations and marketing. Right. And I'd get pre-internet. Bad- yes. Okay. I was. I was. Um, getting bad press releases and good press releases sure. i was getting marketing pitches and good and bad but i always knew how to be selective about it and i would say look you're not giving me the five w's and H here you're, you're missing something i don't understand what your press release is all about and if i didn't understand that trash you know it's gone i'm not going to deal with you but those who did those who came to me with a solid pitch and said i have this story and i want you to see if you can run with it. I'd say, okay, look, I'm going to assign a reporter or I'm going to do it myself and I'm going to write a story that is going to, you know, talk about the interesting side of your your enterprise, whatever it may be. So moving away from journalism to some degree and going into public relations myself and and marketing, I I look at things that way. I say, okay, I'm going to present this to an editor who I may or may not know Actually, I know all of them in this town. <laughs> and I probably work for every publication in this town except for one, I think. And I tell them, okay, here's why this story is compelling. Here's why this story is interesting. And I get that up top. Now, a lot of my, my clients, they don't get it. They, they want to know, well, why can't you tell the story this way? I said, listen, I've been doing this for 40-odd years. <laughs> you know, Listen to what I'm telling you. This is how we should deal with this press release or this marketing campaign. Um, I give a lot of examples, but I I don't want to single anybody out. But if they listen to me, eventually it will work. I think that the the main thing about public relations is. Do
0: you have three? Are there three things?
2: Three things? Yeah. What
0: are those three things you want when if I've written, I want to get PR, I'm working with you, and I have listened to you. Like I take the coaching. What were those three things that I did right?
2: The main thing is the why. Why are you doing this? Why is this compelling? Why is this important?
0: Okay, number two?
2: Uh, I would say, you know, location, location, location. What does, where, does that mean? Where are you? Where, what,
0: what, what does that mean?
2: Are you, are you in Santa Barbara? Are, do you deal with Santa, the Santa Barbara community? Uh, oh, so you... if
0: I'm pitching local press, then I need to pitch that I'm a local business? That's right. Okay, That's right. Got that, it. that helps a lot. So, if, again, back to Finland, if you're pitching your local business paper, the fact, you're a Finnish startup. Yes. That's so well, that's lo-
2: the local media is only going to pay attention to you if you're local. Now, I've done okay. national campaigns too, and, okay. and, and and but you know, I always say, well, you know, this is a California-based company, and people listen to California. They okay. they want to know what's happening. Well, in California. Well,
0: that's why we're popular in 42. That's right. Countries. So this uh, So number three,
2: I, I would say number three might be, um, uh, what exactly are you? What define your purpose? You know, Paul Orfila has these mentoring sessions at Impact Hub every other week. And he says, what's your business? And a lot of people can't define it. A lot of people say, uh, well, it's this, it's that, and he goes, no, 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 you're not telling me what it really is. And I think what you need to bring out is, in four or five words or less, what is your business? What do you really do? And if you can't do that, you're lost. You're totally and how, lost. How, is, how is that different than why? Well, why you started your business is, is um, kind of what, what's your passion. Which, what's your, what's your really uh, purpose is in, in okay. life. Or and, I want
1: to be a billionaire. Well, yeah. That that's. I that could be it. <laughs> <Me too>. No, <laughs> no, no Or, or, no one's or, or the to. generation
0: that was, shall go unnamed. Uh, <laughs> I want to be famous. Yeah. yeah. Or no, or, or I'm already famous. You just don't
2: know it yet. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. I, I just think that you know, getting those points across is, is extremely important in any. Uh, Public relations or marketing campaign branding branding is extremely important. What makes you different from everybody else? And a lot of people can't can't say that they don't know
0: so if I'm writing my press release this the Subject line of the email because again, I'm I'm pitching it to someone who
2: gets a hundred of these or more (laughs) Or more a day a day in this town. Yes, I did. Yes, when I was a, last time I was an editor at a publication, I got more than 100 a day.
0: That feels like a robust economy if there's 100 people pitching news. Oh yeah. Well,
2: well uh, not just from Santa Barbara, also but from pe- everywhere. Also,
1: people who write press releases have to stay busy too. Well, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but you know what kills what kills a press release is
2: if they say right in the subject like, press release. I go dead gone. Really? That that what? Wow. for you? No. No, I want I want to know Hold what it. it what what is important here? What is compelling? I haven't got time to read a bunch of press releases. So
0: if it says I'm going to get this right. If mm. it says press release, in the subject line,
2: you delete it. Dead, gone.
1: Because just because it's like they've already—if it's—if it's—if they emailed it to you, obviously that's what it is.
2: Yeah. Well. So I don't not... say
1: free tickets to the symphony.
2: Well, if you say that, I might. It depends on what symphony, but I, <laughs> I might be pay more attention if it says, you know second coming of God is here you know I I I I want to see something that's compelling I don't want to see a press release I want to see something that says this is happening big time uh, I that's think much bigger.
1: when I when I submitted my application to grad school, I think it said something like "Betty Crocker Homemaker of the Year, 1964, son offers to bake cookies for entire department." <laughs> <laughs> I think that was my. Well, I think that could. I don't depends remember Depends on your audience. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember if that draft went all the way through, but apparently, I, I love that subject line. Well, I'm just yeah. not going. I'm not going to say statement of purpose, which is what it no, was. No, it was no, a statement right. of purpose, don't, but you don't put don't that say in the, abstract.
0: Or, you know, there's yeah. a, something like that. I'm there's like, a oh, class you can abstract. get on AppSumo which is uh, one of my favorite sites but you can get uh, it's 50 um, 50 ways to think about writing the subject line of your email mm. they're saying that that's almost subject the most lines of, are
1: huge right yeah
2: yeah it's very important it's like um you know some of the the i deal with a lot of events you know it, it impact up in other places in fact in april i'm dealing with a, a business expo that's fifth time around uh, Sandy Go and her husband uh, Gino are, are are putting this on, and um, we have a lot of businesses coming, and a lot of workshops, and a lot of things that are happening. We, we're going to have Jim Cathcart, who you've had on, We've the, had show. on the show, sure. yeah. He's going to be speaking along with a very interesting woman, Patricia Fripp, who's a sister. Of, of um, uh, guitarist Robert Fripp, who played with King Crimson, wh- wh- one of my favorite bands. Uh, years ago, i dating myself here, it's in the 60s. King Crimson was a huge, huge band. And and so this woman, Patricia, is going to speak at this, at this expo. And I'm like, where did she come from? Well, apparently she's very funny, she's very humorous, but she talks about business, about business plans and things like that. And um, uh, this expo is going to have a lot of people going there who uh, are going to learn and who are going to see a lot of exhibitors like like Fuelbox. Like, oh, he, and you know, you know, uh, Lisa Amador uh, um, from sure. um, uh, Sam. She's going to be Breaking. on the show in the next couple of months. Cool. But, you know, it's like it's like I, I love stuff like that. It brings people together. But how know?
1: do you get that event uh, in front of people in a way that they believe that, oh, I do. Need, I'm compelled. I need to go to that event. What's your? I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, figuring it
2: out. Yeah, no, it, no. Well, I, I have, I have a lot of different ways, but a lot you of just put
1: press release at the top. No, I don't and... do that.
2: But I go to, I go to a lot of, I do a lot of networking. Yeah. I do, I go to a lot of uh, chamber of commerce events, uh, uh, national association of women business owners events.
1: Do you think that's more imp- impacting right now? Is, is that individual in life... person? Yes. In person?
2: Yes, I do. I, I, and, and you know, it's exhausting.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, but uh, the, the cool thing about impact Hub, and I'm sorry to keep going back on that. Is that we have? They all come to me. yeah right (laughs) i don't have to go out to you know uh uh, golita or whatever they all come to me we've had mega mixers there where 400 people show up 400 business people show up and and i just i just can't believe it It, it's it's the kind of thing where you know when you it's not just exchanging business cards it's making that personal contact and with my clients i'm able to introduce them to somebody because i always tell my clients they don't want to meet you they want to be introduced to you that oh, is yeah. much more impactful than just than just you know saying hello to somebody.
1: The handoff is huge. <clears throat> being able to say this is somebody that needs to be part of
2: this. Well, they, they remember. Yeah. They, they, they keep them in mind. And and uh, I, you know, some of my clients don't even have business cards, and I said, what are you thinking? <laughs> Okay, if I if I introduce you to somebody, you don't have a business card, you're dead. You're well, dead it's twenty
1: dollars, and I, do, I just don't know that I can commit twenty dollars to the name of this company.
2: Gee, fifteen maybe, maybe fifteen dollars, yeah, a Vista print, you know. Yeah. But anyway, I, I, I highly recommend that people go to things like like the um, uh, Santa Barbara Business Network uh, Expo, which is a fifth annual one on April 29th because where's it at? It's at uh, the Fest Parker um next year we're going to have an impact <laughs> yeah. but it's it's the kind of thing where you know that's where you interact and that's where you meet a lot of exhibitors who have businesses uh that are that are happening in this, in this community i'm not saying that other events aren't as good or better i'm just saying that that's the one that's coming up on april 29th that that i am really behind uh, i just had a meeting last night with the, the principals behind it and um we're, we're going to make it happen
1: we should um, have a podcast signing <laughs> Where a Mark Sylvester, Ma- Mark Sylvester comes out and signs, signs uh, your, signs your, your podcast. iPhone, signs your podcast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a uh, leading business podcast in Santa Barbara. Oh Mark my gosh, well, I think I, you're on I, top I, of that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah we're we yeah,
0: check that box.
2: We're doing we're doing podcasts at Impact Hub too. I don't think we're going to compete with you. <laughs> but, I know
0: what. Well, we work. You know, Dan's a good partner of uh, of ours, and and TEDx He's been Santa on your Barbara, show. Yes. and been on the show, and and uh, they have a wonderful little spot for that and uh, they're, they're going to do great and which brings me to looking at the clock which is tick, tick, ticking away mm-hmm. towards uh, r- rapidly getting to 45 minutes and we come to that part of the show and now see Tim mm-hmm. who has listened to, to 35 thirty five. well this will be 36, Number 36 so he'll have listened to this he's waiting for me to ask Ray Ray what are we going to call this show? What do we call this conversation? So someone is looking at my list. Now, you know, you listen to the show. Mm-hmm. So at the, there's uh, they've come in, listen to the show. Now they're going to think about what's the next show to listen to. So they're looking through and they're looking for, okay, we're back to subject line. So the title of a podcast is as important as the subject line of an email, mm-hmm. right? This yes. is known. So what's the title of this podcast? You get first dibs.
2: Santabarbarabusinessnews.com. <laughs> now, that's out and out advertising. You don't get to do that.
0: You don't get to do that.
2: Well, just Santa Barbara Business News. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what we're talking about here. Um, that's what I'm all about. That's what, um, you know, my passion is, and um, that's why I'm here. Uh, you wanted me to talk about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, been. good. Well, okay. I just I put uh, a couple
2: plugs in there, but I, you know, I, I'm trying to say that, that, Well, the, the, but that's your job,
0: right? Right. And that, we know that coming in, you're a PR guy, so you're going to be, you know, you're going to be doing that, right?
2: That's well. I, again, I go back to Paul Orfila. He says, "What do you do, Ray?" And I said, "I write Santa Barbara Business News. That's what I do, and that's what I'm always going to do. And I'm the only person who does it daily. Okay, and that's what I want to keep doing." And I think it benefits the economy for for people to understand what is going on with business in Santa Barbara. Uh, If they don't, we're going to have another recession. You know, we're going to have people who are laying off people going, oh, my gosh, the economy is going bad. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's only this one sector that's bad. Residential real estate, not so good. Retail, not so good. But wait a minute. Tourism is up. You know how many – Uh, cruise ships we had in Santa Barbara. 37. It's incredible. And where did that come from? I actually know how many there are. Okay. So things like that. And and each each person who gets off that ship spends 200 bucks in Santa Barbara when they come here. And the economy for that, I mean, it's just incredible. So people need to understand factors like that. And that's what I'm trying to bring out. So Santa
0: Barbara Business News. That's that's We're going to put a bow on it and call it that. Ray, thank you so much for Coming and joining us on the show and and uh, giving us some yucks and some uh, good information. <laughs> yucks. Uh, yeah, I like I like we laughed a lot on this show. I've got smile okay, lines on some me. That's some Groucho uh, Marx stuff. Is some it? Yucks. <laughs> some yucks wow, in. that's a deep pull going back to gar- Groucho Marx. So well, i
2: never want to belong to a club that would have me as a member.
0: There you go, <laughs> See, club and hub. That reminds me that I also want to thank California Lutheran University School of Management. And Tolman and & Weicker Insurance Services, and our podcasting partner, Poll Press. If you're interested in partnering with our podcast, just drop us a note to partner at 805connect.com. So Patrick, yeah. um, I, I have to confess, I grabbed three or four phones uh, since I last <laughs> saw you and looked for maybe, that uh, maybe purple we don't,
1: icon. Maybe we don't use the term grab. Oh, I asked. Oh, yeah. Wow. I got to watch my language today. huh? Sometimes man. <laughs> I you know what I, I can't fault you for um, uh, for sharing this podcast with people in whatever manner uh, best fits your interaction with that person that you've just met. So, uh, yeah, I encourage uh, if, if you're looking to support us in any way possible, uh, the best ways are to rate, write review, give us some information about what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. We always are looking to improve on this podcast. Uh, and, of course, Mark's favorite trick. And I, you know, I got to say, I think I, I, my mom told me a story once where she actually did this. Uh, She took somebody else's phone and uh, and said, "Can I can I see your phone for a minute? You need this podcast." Clicked on the application, I love it, and then subscribed uh, to this show. And then that way, people don't even have to think about it. It, This great content just automatically arrives to them. That was my NPR thing right there. This great contact (laughs) content arrives to them instantly.
0: We'll send this to uh, Terry Gross.
1: Oh, she. You know what? She. I bet she's already. (laughs) Do you think she listens? She
0: listens. Hi, Terry. Hey, Tay. How are you? (laughs) So uh, again, thank you. I, I would love to to echo what. Patrick said, Love to hear from you personally. Drop me a note to mark at 805connect.com. And thank you so much. We really appreciate uh, all of your, your kind words and your suggestions. And until next time, this is Mark Sylvester, your host for 805 Conversations.